Smells like football, baby. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome into the Fantasy Football Smackdown. This is the Waiver Wire Show heading into Week 7. I'm your host, Kyle August. You guys know the drill, so let's just dive right into this thing. If you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see all these player rankings and ownership percentages up on the screen. If you're not subscribed on YouTube, you're missing Waiver Wire Sniping. Waiver Wire Sniping drops every Saturday on the YouTube channel, Sunday on the podcast feed. So if you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts, we appreciate that. But do not forget... Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well for a little extra bonus. Let's dive right into this thing. Se- uh, week seven teams on by. These are some heavy hitters for sure. We talked about this on waiver wire sniping over the weekend. We got Buffalo, the Rams, Minnesota Vikings, Philadelphia Eagles. You were talking about some big time offenses uh, that you're going to be missing this week. In addition to that, you're talking about some big time quarterbacks that won't be in your lineup. So if you're streaming quarterbacks, you're going to you're going up against the likes of not only the other teams that are usually streaming week in and week out, but you're talking about Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Kirk Cousins, you know, the Stafford owner that has been ripping his hair out all season. You know, these are definitely, uh, it's going to be an interesting week to try to find a QB on the wire. Still a few tight end streaming options that are missing this week as well. So again, Buffalo Bills, LA Rams, Minnesota Vikings, Philadelphia Eagles all on by in week seven. Top three ads regardless of position. 50% ownership is the threshold I use here. It's sitting right at 50%. It's Michael Gallup. Uh, with Dak Prescott potentially coming back, even if it's not this week, continue to hype this guy up. He should be rostered. Uh, he will be featured in this offense, especially with a Schultz injury right now. Uh, I think there's more targets to go around this offense, so I still like Michael Gallup as the, as the top ad. Number two is Rondell Moore, 46% owned. Uh, very close to Gallup for sure. A lot of targets last week. Hopkins coming back, but now Hollywood Brown out potentially six weeks, maybe more. Uh, the Cardinals don't have their buy until week 13, so... You're going to have six solid weeks of Rondell Moore, in my opinion, being the number number two B target maybe to Zach Ertz. Uh, I think Hopkins comes right in and steps into that wide receiver one role. I'm not worried about Robbie Anderson. So uh, Rondell Moore, 46% on there. And the rookie, Jahan Dodson, 35% owned. The forgotten man, yes, he lost, quote-unquote, his quarterback for four to six weeks. But the rookie should be back from injury after missing the last two weeks. And Taylor Heineke under center. Uh, I like Dotson as my number three ad. You notice all three wide receivers on this list as the top three ads. Looking at the QB streamers this week, it's going to be tough, uh, but I'll do my best for you guys. Marcus Mariota, 14% owned at Cincinnati. The offense has been been fine. Mariota hasn't been a stud. He definitely is not a top 12 guy You know when you look at your rankings, but he ends up usually being around that top 12 just due to the rushing. Had three touchdowns last week. Uh, going up against Cincinnati, he should be in a position where he is going to have to move the ball, uh, and they don't won't be conservative there against the Bengals offense. So, fourteen percent on Marcus Mariota is pretty far and away the top. Uh, this is a matchup again. The game script should favor Jimmy G and them moving the ball. Owned. I like Matt Ryan going up against the Titans as a streaming quarterback. And number four is Jacoby Brissett at Baltimore, 8% owned. Uh, you can take a look at Brissett is a very, very low-end streaming option. Running backs. Now, 
Notice there were none in my top three regards of position. I don't really love any of these ads. There's going to be a few guys I think will get hyped in other places, and I'm just not buying it yet. So for me, this Rashad White is the number one ad still, but he's far and away below priority as far as the the wide receivers go, but also even the streaming options is by replacement. So it's going to be a tough week for running backs for me. I'm still prioritizing Rashad White because I think he's the top handcuff to own uh, at 33% on. I'm still keeping him up there. Number two and three on this list are going to be the guys that everybody else talks about. And I'll tell you why that I'm just not as high on this. Latavius Murray, readily available, 15% owned. He got all the work in the second half of the Denver Broncos. Uh, not quite sure what happened with Melvin Gordon here. He came out and said he was and not exist anymore. So Latavius Murray is somebody that I'm fine adding, but I'm not going to feel comfortable starting. So how much am I really going to spend on trying to acquire Latavius Murray right out of the gate? Same thing with number three on my list, Kenyon, 5% home. Again, readily available. Guy that I'm looking to stash on my bench, but he's just a stash candidate. I'm not going to feel comfortable starting Kenyon Drake unless we hear that J.K. Dobbins is actually injured and you know won't be available. If he's active on game day, can you really feel comfortable starting Kenyon Drake? And I don't think so. So uh, White, Murray, and Drake, while they all feel different, you know, on the face, when you look at the opportunities that they got last week, heading into week seven, I still think they're just stash candidates. So that's what, that's why I haven't listed in this order. And I'm not spending much money, if any, on Murray and Drake, especially compared to the pack. Number four is Gus Edwards, speculative ad, you know, keep an eye this week on that Dobbins injury, but Edwards is working his way back 14% on. Number five is Jalen Warren, handcuff, 11% on, only saw two touches last week, but again, he's, he's clearly the number two guy behind Najee. Number six and seven is the Kansas City backfield. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco at 21% on. Jack McKinnon at 11% on. McKinnon is still seeing the third down work, the two-minute drill. Uh, you know, with CEH still seeing goal line carries. McKinnon still been mixed in there as well. But Pacheco did see a little bit more this week. So that's why I'm giving Pacheco the edge at 21% on. Stash candidate. McKinnon is just a PPR, you know, guy that if you want to try to throw him in there, um, he's still seeing enough work that he's still playable uh, in deeper leagues in, during these bye weeks. Uh, eight, nine, and ten are just stash candidates. Kyron Williams uh, injured still, but working his way back off IR. The Rams are on a buy this week, so you could probably get through a zero dollar bid. Versus next week, he'd probably be on people's radar and have to spend a few bucks. Deion Jackson, obviously huge week six. I expect that Hines and or Taylor will be back. So Jackson is just a again, if he's still on your wire for whatever reason, zero dollar bid. See, you know, if he turns into anything, he's probably gonna be a midweek drop. And then James Cook. Uh, he was the only other active running back for the Buffalo Bills behind Devin Singletary. James Cook, 27% owned with the Bills on by this week. He will be a forgotten man because he won't show up in the projections. So, again, you might be able to sneak him onto your roster for very, very cheap. Wide receivers, I mentioned Michael Gallup, Rondell Moore, Jahan Dotson at the top. Uh, I think that Moore and Gallup are in for, for uh, decent target shares as the number two wide receivers in their offense. And Jahan Dotson, you know, He'll be working his way back from injury. It, there's just some upside there from we saw him find the end zone with Carson Wentz. We'll see what he can do with the new quarterback there for the commanders. Four and five, couple rookies here. Alec Pierce, 38% owned. I know that Paris Campbell cut the touchdown last week, but Pierce still saw a decent amount of looks. Uh, so I still consider him the number two option at the wide receiver spot for the Colts. Number five is Wandale Robinson. The, the stat percentage wasn't great. But when he was on the field, he was getting looks. He caught the touchdown, so he's going to be on people's radar now. 8% owned. Could be the number one uh, fantasy option 
in that offense as far as the receivers go for the Giants. Number six is Joshua Palmer coming off a big game on Monday Night Football as far as catches and opportunities there for the Chargers. He did not produce a huge fantasy number, but again, if you're in PPR, Palmer you know, was definitely startable. When you look at the Chargers, they have a week eight bye. So they've waited this long on Keenan Allen. Are they going to rush him back in week seven to play one game and then have another week off? Or do they just say, hey, we can cut our, we just, is what it is, take two more weeks. Palmer's then a startable guy for me. Now, note just one thing on Palmer. Herbert had to throw the ball almost 60 times against Denver on Monday night. So I don't think that that volume will be there for Palmer. I also don't think that Mike Williams will get completely shut down again like he did against the Denver Broncos. But I think Palmer is definitely a bi-week filler if you need. At 23%, you can probably squeeze one more week out of him. Josh Reynolds coming back off the bye, 33%. And I consider him the number two wide receiver in Detroit. Uh, Amon Ross should be back. So Reynolds, you know, taper expectations there. But again, could be a, just a filler for your roster. And then Kadarius Tony, 18% owned. I just don't want to get up on this guy yet, even though it appears the Giants have. Uh, it's, I think it's open there as far as that receiving core goes in New York and some opportunities. And Tony has shown in small spurts that he can do it. So just want to see him on the field. Tight end streamers, Evan Ingram, revenge game at the New York Giants, 37%. He's been getting his looks. Uh, so I think he's going to be sitting at the top of this list. Same game, though. The rookie, Daniel Bellinger, uh, he has looked good. Uh, he saw an uptick in opportunities last week, caught a touchdown as well, so he's going to be on people's radar. He's available everywhere. Going up against Jacksonville, 3% owned. So you can grab the rookie tight end there for the Giants. Number three is Robert Tunyon. Had a great game on Sunday. It was his first real game seeing a lot of work. Now, that could be tied to the Randall Cobb injury, uh, but also note they were without Christian Watson. Sammy Watkins is somebody they're hoping to get back there. So Tenyon's a streamer. He's not a he's not a pickup, and I feel good about your tight end position. So I'll take Tenyon at Washington, 42% on. And then Hunter Henry, uh, nice game on Sunday. Johnny Smith is back, though. Still a lot of uncertainty about that quarterback situation. So I don't mind Hunt, Hunter Henry as a streamer against the Bears, 36% on. Just note the Pats are playing on Monday Night Football. So if you're only feeling comfortable about Henry, if Mac Jones is there, which I don't think needs to happen, but if that's the case, you're going to have to kind of wait, see how things out, work out on that front. DST streamers, I'm going to Miami Dolphins going up against Pittsburgh. As of right now, no news on Kenny Pickett. Uh, the rookie had a concussion on Sunday. If it's Mr. Trubisky, even better. Home game for the Dolphins against the Steelers, 16% on. They're pretty far away the top streaming option this week. Number two, Cincinnati Bengals uh, gets Atlanta at home, 36% on. But that Atlanta offense has been pretty good. Um you know, so I, I think it's a fine start, but not a great one. And number three, 3% on the New York Jets. Uh, they've been startable the last three weeks, uh, even in some tough matchups, what appear to be tough matchups. They're on the road in week seven, but it's against the Denver Broncos, that inept offense. So I'm totally fine starting the Jets as a streaming option. So Dolphins, Bengals, Jets are your streaming DSTs for week seven. And there you have it. Appreciate you guys tuning into this show. Uh, apologies for a little bit of delay with it not being out early, but still dropped here on the 18th. Uh, I will be back this weekend with waiver wire sniping, but be sure to be tuned in to the rest of the dynasty Warzone content throughout the week till Saturday. We'll see you guys later.